cutting room convos may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this episode brings up self-harm, suicide, pedophilia, and conversations of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Don't you dare say his name. You'll get what I mean. Welcome to Cutting Room Combos, people. <laughs> I'm Yasmin, and I want the girl from The Grudge to be my yoga instructor. <laughs> I'm Jenny, and if you say my name three times, I probably still won't hear you. I'm a little deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. In case you guys don't know what we're talking about, our topic for the film this week is Beetlejuice. Ooh, I chose this movie. Yes, it's upon Jenny's request over here. Filmed in 1988 and directed by none other than Tim Burton. Yes. For some of you who don't know Beetlejuice, as I didn't at one point until Jenny made me watch it once, <laughs> um, it is about this couple who finds that they're dead and discover uh, that they have to deal with this new family that is living in their own home. Mm-hmm. And they decide to run to the help of, what's his name? I already said his name twice. I'm not going to do it again. But they find out that he is—he has more evil intentions, and he doesn't end up helping people as he says he does. So, but um, it was hard for me in the beginning to find a lot of visual effects of this, of course, because it was a late '80s film. There was mm-hmm. only so much you can do. Um, one of the things, of course, I liked was uh, that. Um, Again, with the whole reflections thing. Yeah. When Adam and Barbara went to the mirror, oh, look at look what's happening. They grabbed the toy horse, and she like kind of, you know, oh, runs yeah, it. Oh, in front of the mirror. Right, yeah, and they don't show their reflections at all. So I thought that was really cool. And then um, the stop motion with, like, the clay animation. Claymation. Yeah, that shit's creepy to me. Yeah, especially with that, uh, what was it called? The sandworms? The sandworm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like... Okay, I have this all written on one of my topics, but I can talk about it now since we're talking about visual effects. Yeah. Is the claymation? Oh. I want to kind of expand on that because it always creeped me out when I was younger. Like Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, just like these stop motion. It just, even freaking Sean the Sheep guy. The, the, oh, you know, I've never seen that one. For some reason, claymation just makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I can see that, especially with um, Chicken Run. Chicken Run, for some reason, I just did not like the movie Chicken Run because of the claymation. It's like you can poke them, but not really. Yeah, it's it, it was kind of strange. The but. sandworm, it was really, it reminded me like, okay, oh, damn, why am, why am I like this? The colors, <laughs> the color scheme, the patterns, it reminded me a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas. Did he do that one too? He did, indeed. It reminded me of that too. Yeah, with the stripes and the... Mm-hmm. Mainly red, orange, black, those type of colors. Gray. Yeah. Lots of gray. And what's funny with the sandworms is that according to the wiki fandom of Beetlejuice, the sandworm colors, they didn't mention any of that like uh, correlation to Beetlejuice's outfit. The, the outfit near the end of the movie, the black and mm-hmm, white mm-hmm. stripes. It, I mean, it was not showing any like relations i didn't even notice that you're you're completely right there was stripes there was green on his face just like the green t- greenish tint right. on the sandworm the, wow color coordinated and everything right and not to be confused with that uh the beetlejuice snake uh, oh yeah that was attacking upstairs mm-hmm. against the family no the sandworms especially when this one of the sandworms apparently goes and eats Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. uh, just before his little wedding. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I know. We'll talk about that, won't we? Definitely. But, yeah, I, I could not find anything else about the sandworms or the realm of the sandworms mm-hmm. and what that could have represented. I I thought at first it could represent, like, some sort of hell or something, but, I mean... Yeah, that whole thing was kind of weird. I don't know if you're going to talk about it any time later, but every time they left their house, it was just, like, this desert with some weird clay, obviously, clay sculptures. Yeah. And, like, I wonder what the thought process was for this random... Like, they're trapped to this one area of their house, and then anywhere else, time moves differently. Remember, you were gone for two hours, but for us, it was literally, like, five seconds. Yeah, seriously. I couldn't understand what that meant honestly so if anyone else could figure that out for us 
give us a call. Um, and then another thing was the makeup. I thought, it, you know, it was kind of corny, but I thought it was pretty good. Like when they, um, or I don't know if it was makeup, but like, I guess prosthetics or something for yeah. Adam and Barbara when they were dressed in their wedding gear. Oh, yeah. And that little ritual that they were doing or whatever. And they were slowly becoming like, like older, decaying. Yeah, it definitely looked like prosthetics or like a mask kind of thing because it was sunken in near their eyes. Yeah. And I don't know why, but at least for Barbara's face, I was intrigued by how sad they made her look. As yeah. she was slowly dying, she was looking more and more sad. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god. It looked like an <laughs> illustration. Yeah. Like a, probably a Tim Burton illustration. <laughs> Something that I'm pretty sure I've seen before, just like the sandworm. How I think in Nightmare Before Christmas there might be a monster that has multiple mouths, like like yes. a snake plus another snake plus another one. I'm pretty sure they showed that like during the beginning song. Yeah. This, this is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to sing it to remember. <laughs> Obviously, and it's August. You know what that means? Uh, it, it is already spooky It's already season. Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Halloween is from August until Thanksgiving. Yes, that is correct. Okay, I did also want to go back to the prosthetics because you mm-hmm. talked about um, when they get old. Yeah. But how, okay, because they move their faces a lot. Like, she rips off her face and then, ah, oh, she's yeah. hanging and he, like, you know, cuts off his head and holds it. You know, she's holding it up on the side. And then also later on in the movie when the caseworker is like, what are you going to do that doesn't make it look like a gimmick? And they both practice their faces. Oh, yeah. What did you think about all those? You know, And which was... face was your favorite, I guess? Including the people in the waiting room. Oh. Yeah, they were gross. Oh, that's tough. Well, I don't know if I would count this one as a favorite, but the one character that stood out to me was... The poor man choking on that chicken bone or something. Ew. <laughs> like his face was all purple. What was sticking the out bone, there? Yeah, <laughs> that was gross. I was like, oh no, this poor guy. I just kept saying, oh no, oh god. I yeah, right. <laughs> like, I and that's like, such a, like not a funny way to die. Like knock on wood that that never happens to anybody. No. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I feel like it may have happened. To- okay. Anyways, <laughs> the point is. That, like, it was so interesting to see, like, all the people in that waiting room and how, how different all of them were. Like, someone had to sit there and think, like, how did this guy die? Right. Seriously. It almost took me a minute for that one guy with the shrunken head. Yeah. But um, I think I got the idea in the end of the movie with that, um... What, what, yeah, what was the that other, character? the, like, native-looking character with the sparkles. Yeah, he was, like, sprinkling something over yeah. and then he was shrinking, shrinking uh, Beetlejuice's head. head. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, oh, okay, so so that's what happened. And to I'm going to do it. If you're playing the Cutting Room Combos drinking game, I'm going to totally mention Harry Potter huh? <laughs> in this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> but that shrunken head reminded me of the one that hangs in the bus. Oh, my God, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Okay, I remember that guy. <laughs> no, that was good. Um, I guess a favorite character of mine would be um i forgot her name the receptionist one oh yeah the i think she was like miss argentina or something oh she yeah she had a sash around her <laughs> definitely a pageant girl oh yeah she was just like very sassy just like getting to work you know i was like oh yeah okay she looked like she hated her job which is funny because if you go to the dmv <laughs> some of them are like that oh my god that's so sad <laughs> And I didn't think about, um, and we'll probably talk about the idea of being a civil servant later, but I didn't think about it until now about how she was a civil servant when, oh, yeah. when she lifted up her wrists and oh, yeah. had cuts on them. I was like, oh, so <laughs> yeah, that's how she went. <laughs> um, there was also, okay, one of, also another one of my favorites in that waiting room was the dude who was like all shriveled up smoking cigarette. <laughs> I'm trying to cut down myself. It's like, That's, bruh, it's too late for you. That killed me. I was just like, okay, he's still going. <laughs> I felt so bad. He was just sitting there charred and just still smoking. I'm like, yeah. All right. He, he looked, oh my God, he looked like the guy from, the old lady from Spongebob. The chocolate. Oh God. What did he no. say? In the wheelchair. Yes, yes. Just a little shriveled. What? What do you say? Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, you said impressions with Jenny, but it's definitely you two that make impressions, okay? I, I have my lucky moments. That, that was one of them. 
How do you like the the eyeballs on the fingers that the guy did? I forgot his name. I forgot. Uh, it was Barbara and Adam. Adam, yeah, Adam's uh, eyeball fingers. That was interesting. It, I, I thought that was pretty cool, especially when he used the glasses oh, yeah. to, to see Barbara's <laughs> disguise or whatever. With the glasses on his hand just to see. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, those. I've seen this movie quite a few times, including when I was younger, which is why I suggested it to you. Because, like, when I was younger, obviously it still scared me, but, like, it's not supposed to be that scary. It's like child's play where it's like a comedy, but also... Like a, like a dark, twisted kind of comedy. Yeah. In a way, like, they make fun of death. Like, that, what did Beetlejuice say that he, uh, he watched The Exorcist a hundred and something times? Oh, yeah, that it got, like, funnier each time or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so it's just, like, this dark humor that really caught me for this movie. Yeah, and not to mention some of the, uh, like, little semi-gory moments they oh, yeah. seem almost like cartoony yeah like when they showed adam with his head cut off and you know it wasn't like any dripping blood or anything like that it was just mm-hmm. oh here's a decapitated head you know Here you go. <laughs> no biggie <laughs> also, like we can do this now <laughs> i have to mention also in that scene when they were showing barbara with his head and the knife what face was she making in trying oh, to yeah. scare them? Okay, the lady who plays Barbara, I have seen so many times on Grey's Anatomy, and it took me the entire movie to remember where I had seen her. I was like, <laughs> I know her from somewhere. I know her from somewhere. Oh my Definitely God. Definitely Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she has a really distinctive face, and like anytime she makes faces with her already distinctive face, it's pretty, pretty comical in a way, when she wants to be. Yeah, she... Looked almost in pain when she was showing that face. It was it was interesting. Um, all right, so I tried to see if I could come up with any sort of horror rules or whatever that mm-hmm. could go off in this movie or that this movie could have broken, um, and it was difficult. I only came up with a couple, and the one thing that kind of stuck out to me, and it's probably not that big of a deal. But when Adam was going by that book of the recently deceased to make, to draw the door on the wall, Mm -hmm. and then it said basically in order for it to work, you have to knock three times. And I know that from The Conjuring, we learned that knocking three times was an insult to the Holy Trinity. But um, I thought that was interesting, especially since that came from a demonic presence yeah at least i'd like to assume at that point but the fact that a ghost i guess just a ghost was knocking three times it was used on a pretend door not on any Mm -hmm. like Like he drew it with chalk yeah yeah and so i'm guessing it applied to ghosts differently who were stuck in limbo or something like that or i I don't even know what but i i felt it was just different as they were opening a new realm for them to go to. Yeah, it could also just be, like, the director trying to make a correlation to, like, yes, this is our point of view on what happens when you die. Here's a handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> but but also there's connections, like, the exorcist that they mention, or, like, here's how to haunt people. Yeah. Here's, you know. So maybe it was, like, a connection of knock three times to like connect with other stories of threes oh, for, okay. for the afterlife. Oh, that makes I don't sense. know. Another rule that I guess I was trying to come up with was that in a possession, usually, the entire body is usually taken over, but in the example of that dinner scene where yeah. everybody was dancing, whatever that was, um, the people were dancing and you could see on some of their facial expressions they were like what is going on or yeah we're in Otho's case like oh you know I'm feeling myself you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> um I mean I guess of course again they were ghosts who were trying to do the sort of haunting but yeah that they weren't really so good at it yet was right. kind of the idea of it like were they actually trying to possess like do they have that ability to possess people i think they were possessing i think i think it counts as possession yeah they were making them speak they were making them move they just weren't doing it completely because they were still new at it yeah that's true 
<laughs> and then they were doing kind of um, like goofy you... scares as well. Yeah. I was um, going to say, did you just say that's true? I did. Take a shot, JR. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But the, um, the little goofy scares kind of takes me to this next theory that I sort of have. It's a little small, but throughout the movie, I couldn't like think about why Adam and Barbara were just so bad at trying to scare these people out of their house. I mm-hmm. thought it would be easy, you know, like, oh, you're a ghost. You don't like these people living here. You want them out that badly, scare them. Yeah. But instead, they they were just, I don't know, the, either the parents thought that it was the daughter trying to be all goofy yeah. or, you know, they thought it, it was some kind of joke or something. So, like I said before, Adam and Barbara's hauntings were rather childish, like using the ghost sheets and making the people dance at the dinner. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. If you were dead then, and someone moved into your house, and you were trying to scare them, what would you do? Well, that brings up another thing that I was going to say about Adam and Barbara. They didn't seem to have the intent to harm people, but for me, I think I would try to get to that point. where Oh, really? Dang. Yeah, I I would want to make them feel like they're in some sort of danger, but make it look like some sort of accident. Yeah, they were such innocent people, though. Like, they were just living their life, making models, loving each other. They, yeah. So, like, it reminds me of that Spongebob episode where oh, no. they're on the Flying Dutchman and they're trying to scare people. <laughs> <gasps> My latissimus dorsi has gone flabby. He didn't even <laughs> notice that Spongebob was there. That's a, literally what was happening in this, in this movie. For real, though. It was just, again, so cartoony. Especially with the the attempts with uh, Barbara in the closet ripping off her face or mm-hmm. uh, Adam's head being cut off, mm-hmm. things like that. But I I just honestly think that with all of that, Adam and Barbara, they just had too good of souls. Yeah, they were so kind. They didn't. They were gone too early. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I think that they weren't even mean to people when they were alive. Or at least they weren't trying to be yeah mean to anybody like how they were dealing with jane mm-hmm. like they dealt she with was her. so annoying <laughs> she was very annoying but they dealt with her in the nicest way like yeah i i, I wouldn't have been able to handle it like that mm-hmm. so i don't know that that's what i think do you think the family that moved into their house mm-hmm. they were already a little weird too yes like, the dad was, he did condos, right? He, like, did realtor-type of development-type job. And he just wanted to relax. Apparently, he had, like, a mental breakdown or something when he's talking to Maxie on the phone. And he's like, you oh. know, when you were in your right mind or whatever, you were great, blah, blah, blah. So I guess he just, like, lost it and had to move out to the country. I did not think about that. So he's like, I'm trying to relax. You're that poor guy just wanted to relax. How many times did I say that we were watching it? A couple times, I think. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I was like, poor guy just wants to relax. And the and the <laughs> mom is so like, oh, who was the mom? Catherine O'Hara, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, she played that role so beautifully. She was so great. <laughs> <laughs> and like, while this guy's trying to be so calm, this one's very active oh, and yeah. artistic, expressive and moving around my sculptures my sculptures they're dangerous i don't want to die like this spray painting on walls with otho (laughs) who came all the way to the countryside with them like oh my god you know i i wonder if he had like a backstory like why the heck did he leave the city he didn't need to sassy at its finest man oh my god he was the sassy gay friend (laughs) but yeah i can't want i can't help but wonder why he could have left for the countryside because he didn't seem so interested in yeah. the house. Yeah, not at all. I think he was just, maybe he was just bored. Maybe there was nothing left for him in New York. He like came by and he's mentioning how I used to be a hair analyst and, oh, I studied the paranormal and, oh, this <laughs> and that. Like he did, I do interior design. Like, okay, do you do everything then? Why are you in the countryside with this lady? Like, why didn't you stay in the city and maybe, do your thing? Maybe because in the city he was a fraud. Oh, you know, he tried, you know, flaunting about, like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. But people were just like, okay, but you don't got any, like, sources or, like, recommendations. <laughs> Where's or, the receipts? 
Right. Like, you, you, you just talking out of your, your ass over here, so all you got left is your best friend in the countryside. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I got to say about that. I had another little theory that I came up with right in the beginning of this movie because I was so annoyed by Jane. And <laughs> you're probably not going to like this one, Jenny, but I thought, what if Jane was a witch who set up Adam and Barbara's death? Okay, explain to me why. <laughs> well, okay, so first off, Jane is going into the house, barging in on their privacy or whatever, saying, mm -hmm. oh, you know, you should sell this house, you know, to, to someone who actually has a family. It's too big for you guys, blah, 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 blah. And, like, even when Barbara said no, she goes down to the basement window. Hi, I was just telling, I was just telling Barbara about the offer on the house. <laughs> like, oh my God, how intrusive can you be? Yeah, and that's also really mean, because I think, I think the thing was that Barbara couldn't have kids. Because it looked like it really hit a nerve when she said it. And she's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. It's like, no, yeah. yes, you did, Jane. She looked like in pain. And then afterward, she, Barbara, Barbara didn't seem to, like, be that type of woman to give any hint at Adam. Like, oh, well, you know, Jane mentioned about a family, you know, like I'd want. Mm -hmm. She wasn't like that, mm -hmm. you know. She didn't seem to show, like, you know, like she like was the, able yeah. to, you know, provide that i guess but yeah so jane was very persistent in trying to talk to both of them hey, yeah may maybe she won't want to do this maybe you can talk her into selling the house yeah mom said no so i'm gonna ask dad <laughs> yeah right and how convenient was it that they're about to go on their vacation they go out on the road and she's thinking oh well if i can't convince them before they leave maybe i'll do something while they're about to leave so then there's this cutesy little dog who's like walking around. <laughs> First off, you see him like walking across the street as uh, they're making their stop at that um, hardware store. The hardware store. And um, Adam goes back to his car and they start driving. Lo and behold, you see the little dog again walking by that uh, covered bridge. That covered bridge. It had a, it had a name. Um, oh, I forgot. Shoot, Winona's character said it. You're right. I can't remember it. I will have plummeted to my death having jumped <laughs> Oh God! the something winter bridge. <laughs> she was so dramatic. I, I loved I love it. her. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So Adam and Barbara were driving to that covered bridge, and the dog happens to be right there. And he's just, you know, walking, taking his time. Do, 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 do. And, okay, I think Adam and Barbara could have noticed the dog right there, but... I feel like Jane could have just innocently sent her animal friend off in a little spell to just act all innocent. Oh, hey, you know, you're about to hit me. Oh, but I'll move to the side. And then once when they crash into that side of the covered part of the bridge, the dog is standing on like this lever plank. plank that's their leverage. <laughs> and the moment Adam looks at the dog and is about to say, hey, good boy, stay on there. He doesn't get a chance to say it because the dog is already jumping off the freaking ledge. Yeah. It's like, but did you caused the death of those two people. What is it? What? <laughs> I don't know. Tim Burton. <laughs> it's twisted, but it's funny. I mean, yeah, it is comical. It's just, Jane just seems so desperate to just want them to get rid of the house. And especially while being the realtor and whatnot. I, I, oh, yeah. She decorated the interior of their house herself, she said. Yeah. And then she visited the house periodically, apparently. You know, just, I guess, in mourning or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, she dressed Our in black. Our realtor texts us so much. Yeah. Sorry. I don't get it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and she, and she was dressed in black, wearing a big hat like the, the coven women in American Horror Story. Just putting that out there. She was mourning them. <laughs> she was, I, uh, yeah, she I know. She had her daughter with her. Why would her daughter also be a witch? Maybe to make herself look good. I no. don't know. I'm angry about this theory. Because <laughs> I really wanted to talk about the dog in a funny way, not in a witch friend way. <laughs> well, what about the dog then? At well, you dog's... already told the whole story. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? The whole story again? <laughs> Fucking Lassie. Got oh, Sadie's God. revenge. Rest in peace, Sadie. Oh, no. <laughs> From The Conjuring. If you haven't heard that episode, you better go back and listen to it. It's a good episode. Yes. 
But, but I freaking, but I love the idea that like such a happenstance accident, like it had, it had no dramatic terror, no gruesome, gory type of death type of thing. It was funny. It was like <laughs> casual. Like what are the heckin' chances? I really muted myself there. You saw that? I was yeah. thinking about the bad word to use. What are the heckin' chances that this... I gotta sneeze. Oh. That's creepy. Oh but what are the heckin' chances, I'm back at it, that this, that this stupid little lassie is just walking along the bridge? Covered bridge, by the way, which we mentioned from Gothica and It. Yes. Oh my god, that's right. And I still have never seen a covered bridge in real life. Neither have I. And we live in a pretty, I would say, rural-ish area. We're like the outskirts of a city type thing. Yeah, for real. No. There's corn next door. Like, yeah, pretty much. By the way, are you hungry? I've had some Oreos. <laughs> Am I talking about food again? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Corn. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. Well, luckily, that was just a theory. The dog being there, it was a, just... Little accident, I guess. I don't like Jane. I don't like Jane. <laughs> She's so nosy. <laughs> God, she was annoying, man. Like, I'm just glad that she was only in like the first five minutes. But of the in film. like a preppy student council president, Ugh, like, like teacher's <laughs> cut, stays after school to grade papers with the teacher type. Have you paid your money for the field trip yet? Have you oh paid my it? God. Did you get the signed form yet? Sorry. That seriously though. <laughs> the one that, um actually you forgot to collect the homework from last night. <laughs> uh, shut up, Jane. You let me go and get the form and get your nose out of no my ass like go. You. Oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> Someone likes you, Jane. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my theory. I thought I could think of something other than an unfortunate accident upon Adam and Barbara's death because they didn't deserve that. They really didn't. But I mean, it set up the story. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did that dog come back at any time afterwards? Oh. Or just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, made this happen and then just dipped? Well, yeah. It disappeared. Yeah, I haven't seen the dog at all after that. Stupid lassie. <sighs> <laughs> he probably felt bad. Maybe skipped town. <laughs> Oh my god. So good old Beetlegeist. Beetlegouse. Be How do you pronounce it? Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice. No! Beetlejuice! <laughs> <laughs> the guy that this story is titled after. I thought I'd come up with a little backstory just to see as to how he came to be, how he came about uh, doing his bio exorcism work <laughs> apparently um according to the wiki fandom again beetlejuice.fandom.com it was apparently implied well actually no scratch that he apparently committed suicide by hanging and there was originally going to be i guess a discussion about how he had specifically died in the film, but they cut it out. What? Yeah. I don't remember if there was a reason why stated in the fandom, but... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, I remember when Otho, in the dinner scene, was talking about suicide and then becoming a civil servant in the afterlife, and how uh, Beetlejuice was working for Juno in the beginning in an afterlife, so I guess that was implied there, that he became a civil servant. Um, so then, I just couldn't help but think what drove him to commit suicide in the first place, first off. And all I could think of was his behavior that he presented throughout the movie. And what really stuck out to me most was him being a pervert. Ew, yeah, he totally was. You know, looking under Barbara's dress, kissing her, planting a big one on her lips first thing, <laughs> and trying to squeeze her ass and things like that, or walking towards that, uh, the whorehouse that Juno set up oh, in yeah. the little, um, model 
thing of the town. And man, he is pervy as hell. And not to mention uh, marrying Lydia. Yeah, that was gross. Like, Lydia's so little. I I don't know. I think she was like, to me, she looked like an eighth grader. You know, like 13 maybe. Like, at least pre-teens. Yeah. I'm almost positive. So I, I thought that was disgusting. And another thing is that I always find that to be the, um, what do you call it? Like, that always happens in other movies other than just horror movies. Where, oh, you, you, you the daughter of the person I hate or whatever, it, you are going to marry me. Otherwise, you won't get what you want, or otherwise, I will hurt the people you care about. Um, I saw that in live-action Aladdin. Mm -hmm. That was one thing. There was another movie that I saw that involved an older, disgusting man marrying someone underage to accomplish something evil. Um, That's gross. Yeah, it is disgusting. I am not a prize to be won. (laughs) Right? Um, So then... I was just wondering then, what if Beetlejuice in his lifetime was an actual pervert? Like, legit. Like, what (gasps) if he had, like, any sexual acts or pictures, maybe, of underage women? And the police, like, found out, like, this incriminating evidence, and he was like, well, I'd rather die than go to jail. And And then that brought me to maybe he killed himself in jail. Oh, well, okay. That That's another thing, too, then. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I thought about, then, why would he... What would inspire him to get into this whole small business of bio-exorcisms? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Like, all I could think of was that it was an act of revenge. Probably, like, he thought about the police catching him or something like that. Like, invading his personal space, his personal life. Wrong. What the things that he probably could have done was wrong in his life. But his personal space was invaded. So he probably thought, okay, well, I'm going to get in on these living people who are bugging any... Ghosts bugging, bugging. <laughs> any ghosts or, or dead people, and I'll just scare people for fun. He's probably not even thinking of like, oh, you know, doing the right thing for other ghosts. He, he don't give a shit about that. Nah, he just wants to cause chaos. Right, exactly. So like, I mean, I didn't think that there was like another ultimate goal for this guy, but I mean, did you have anything in mind? No. I just think he was a chaotic character. Chaotic evil. Very. Just wanted to, you know, cause shit turmoil. (laughs) Poor shits in turmoil giggles. (laughs) From the moment he rose from his grave and those invisible lines lifting him up. (laughs) He was, from the moment we meet him. And like, um, someone I follow on Twitter, (laughs) Sarah McGonigal, she's a great creator. Go find her. Oh, yes. Um mentioned that the the name of the movie is Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice himself has like the least amount of screen time in all the movie. And that is so interesting to me. Which is fine because honestly small doses with that guy. He mm. was a little too much for for me. He was a lot. Now, it's funny because when I was a kid, I remember the Beetlejuice cartoon growing up. I didn't know there was a cartoon on Cartoon Network. Really? Uh yeah, from what I remember. And I only knew Beetlejuice as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I never knew there was a live-action movie for this. That's insane. Yeah. So when I saw this, I was just like, this guy makes me so uncomfortable. He wasn't this pervy in the cartoons, I swear. He was just crazy. Just Yeah, just I wonder wild. how people, like, like, kids who watch the cartoon, and they're like, no, I want to watch the movie. Like, oh, right. oops, big mistake, because this guy is a heckin' perv. No, do not let your kids watch this movie. Not not until, like, maybe Lydia's age. <laughs> yeah. That that should be fine. Did they mention how he got his name? You know, I feel like it was, like, a self-proclaimed thing. Because, like, he was trying to... 
come off as an exterminator for the living or whatever. Oh, okay. Beetle juice. I, I don't know why the juice part. I mean, it was spelled technically like beetle juice, but it's spelled different like this. Spelled, yeah, with, with, with a it G. It looks uh, uh, German. It, yeah, that's what I imagine. But, yeah, that, that's what I think about Beetlejuice for how he could have came to be, how, why he is the way he is. Yeah. Because, my God, is he a chaotic person. Seriously. Like, he scares me. He makes me uncomfortable. Kind of like uh, the remake of <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger from 2009. That was... He, he was pervy, too, in that Oh, one. really? Gross. They, yeah, they made him pervy, too. I was like, what is with the, the sexualness? It's it's uncomfortable. It's yeah, that's gross. gross. Yeah. I, I'm good without it. How do you think this Tim Burton film compared to the others? This one was very wild. It was, um, because I, all I can think about is, um, like, <coughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Not Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Completely different, yes. <laughs> that You're one. not even drinking anything today, no. girl. Come on. I am not. I am sleep deprived. Um, <laughs> no. Nightmare Before Christmas and Monster House. That one was a Tim Burton one, I think. No, it was not. I think that was Spielberg. You want me to Google it? Yes. Okay. Before I sound like an idiot. Who else did he do? Edward Scissorhands? How did you think it compared to... You know what? Mm. There's something about a house on a hill. Because <laughs> Edward Scissorhands, didn't he live at the top of the hill? Oh, yeah. He did. And then so did, so did these guys. Like Every time we saw the house, it was from below because the house was like raised onto a tiny little hill. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, Tim Burton seemed to have like a little common theme when it came to the the setting of it all but yeah with this compared to like edward scissorhands and uh nightmare before christmas there is like a lot less innocence like a lot especially with the beetlejuice character like i could not see that character in any yeah where have i seen that guy before do you know who who the actor was uh, Michael Keaton, he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. He he played the, the oh villain in that gosh, one. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, That's that was That's like him. completely different. Yeah, right? That I couldn't believe. He was in a number Who of else? other Let me see. I, I got on his thing right now. Batman. Yes, he was one of, one of the many Batman in the DC Cinematic Universe. Hmm. Mm-mm. Nothing else? I don't know any of these other things. Well, I mean, I know these things, like the other guys, Dumbo, Jack Frost, Cars. But for some reason, my oh, yeah. brain, like, I can't, I can't picture him. Need for Speed. Herbie Fully Loaded. Herbie Fully Loaded, I remember. He was Kong the dad. Skull Island. I hardly remember that one. Let me go back down. Let me go all the way to... Yeah, apparently Michael Keaton said that Beetlejuice was his most favorite role to play, according to IMDb.com. Was he ever on SNL? (laughs) You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. I can imagine that. (laughs) And they did a, if they did a skit on on Beetlejuice. Probably, right? (laughs) Yeah, he he feels like, well, at least there, he felt like a really chaotic character, and like to see to know now that he was the guy in Spider-Man and also Herbie Fully Load, like those are so much less physical roles. Like the right. way Beetlejuice jumped around every freaking second of every day. It was like oh, it was like a beetle. Right. It was just like scurry, scurry, scurry everywhere he went. And he moved so fast too, his hands, his arms, yeah, and spinning he was people everywhere. Around. Oh my god. And he had like moss all over his face. It looked like death decay. It was kind of cool. I was wondering honest. what that was on his face because I, I mean it looks like mold, like moss kind of. <laughs> I thought it was like an exorcist moment and he just didn't clean himself up like You <laughs> um, know. Hey, he was spinning his head in that one scene. I mean, <laughs> don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, what, what the that. hell? <laughs> what is with this guy? And he's, and he's like, oh, let's see. Uh, I attended Juilliard. And I, was, I attended Juilliard. Get the fuck out of here. What if the actor actually did? Like, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Let me see. Like, he was reciting from, like, an actual interview or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to the comparison between this and, like, Edward Scissorhands, I'm going to keep this example, is the use of color or oh. the lack of. Because our main characters were fairly colorful compared to the family that moved in. Like, the family that moved in was a lot of muted colors. Mm. Even though they weren't wearing just, like, black and white. Like, the mom wore, like, these darker tones and... Yeah. And the dad always wore, like, a brown sweater. Oh, yeah. They made their house gray. Her sculptures were green and gray. The only thing that was colorful was her hair and lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing. And and it was like, that was what was causing chaos, and it was just so muted and weird. And, like, the car that Jane drove was Mm. this, like, you know, anywhere on the street type of brown car. The ones that Barbara and Adam drove. Did you remember what color it was? Oh, honestly, I don't. It was bright yellow. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a bright yellow car. And it reminds me of, it reminded me of Edward Scissorhands because he was at the top of the hill and he was always in black and his, you know, the hill was dying and like all the plants oh. were just like the same color. But then you went down to the, to the, to the street and there was like colorful houses everywhere with colorful cars. And oh that's God. why I thought he did Cat in the Hat. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because it has, like, Dr. Seuss vibes in a way where things are, like, colorful when they need to be. Primary colors, specifically. I mean, yeah. I can see that. Also, like, the Edward Scissorhands, uh, his place, it almost gave me Jack Skellington vibes. So oh, was, yeah! Jack yeah. Skellington, um, Edward Scissorhands. Shoot. They almost had the same did type he do of the hands. Corpus Bride? Yes, he did. I didn't see that one, though. <laughs> But I just thought the use of color was really interesting. How did you feel about Winona's character? You know, she was cool. <laughs> she was she was she was a cool kid. Yeah, like she she was dramatic in a way that was kind of muted, if yeah. it makes sense. She was so emo. <laughs> Very um tranquil. She mm-hmm. was very tranquil compared to the stepmom. Like, she was scattered and all over the place. Da, 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 da. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, no, Lydia was pretty awesome. And I loved her outfits. I loved her hats. Yeah. I want them all. Mm-hmm. I want to collect them. <laughs> she was, okay, Winona, the actress herself, mm-hmm. <sighs> I wish she had done more. Yeah, right? She's only well-known for very few movies. And there was a reason for that. And I know it was like, well, for me, it was a rumor reason. I don't have any sources to back this up. But, like, Uh supposedly she fell bad with the media. And then the media basically, like, cancel culture nowadays. They basically canceled her for doing something. And it wasn't even something bad. From what I remember, she, like, stole something. I don't know. I don't even, I don't, okay, this is. There's no sources to support what I'm saying. And if someone knows, comment on our Instagram or, you know, yeah. hit us up on Twitter. Because I need to know the story. And yes, I can Google it. But I want you to interact with me. <laughs> <laughs> Interaction's important. But yeah, no, she's such a great actress. And even when she was young right there, like, how freaking dramatic she was. And she yeah. doesn't, she didn't show too much, like, facial expressions. But in a way, that itself was such a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she didn't have to. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. She's writing her letter like, I am alone. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I am utterly alone. <laughs> I, I want a freaking shirt that says that. <laughs> with the scribble yeah, and with everything. The scribbles. Um, she is all of us on the inside. Let's be honest. Sorry, Tim Burton did Planet of the Apes. I did not know that. Me neither. James and the Giant Peach. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. And that that one had some surprising amount of color, considering it was a giant peach. Yeah. Yeah, so did um, Willy Wonka. Wait, is it Willy Wonka? Or, uh, no, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in 2005. Yeah. Um, that one was an interesting one. That one had a use of color, too. And I feel like 
the use of color. Alice in Wonderland, too. It's, um. it's like color, primary colors that kind of make you uncomfortable in a way. Because there's no in-between. Mm. It's like just in-your-face colors. Even if it... And I feel like sometimes they clash. Yes. I was thinking that, too. And I think that... It, that by itself also makes you a little comfortable. Like, this color shouldn't be next to this color, but it is. And <laughs> Yeah. Like, this much color with a splash of neutral right mm-hmm. next to it. And it's like, oh, so this is your style. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can dig it. I also did Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Sweeney Todd was good. Yeah. <laughs> How many things is freaking uh, Johnny Depp in? Oh, he's in practically all of Tim Burton's movies. Most. But. You toe should kiss. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> oh my god. What else do I have on here? Well, I think that's it actually. Yeah. Damn. So, because this was like a start to finish movie, and we talked about as much as we could about this one. Yeah, and. Oh no. Mm. Is there Dude, was Beetlejuice based on a book or something? You know, I don't know. It says, no, it doesn't say. Dang. But yeah, so I feel like we've exhausted the topics of Beetlejuice. And if you have any, if you guys have any movie requests that you want us to see, let us know. Even if it's like a comedy, dark comedy like this one. That's what I'm going to categorize it as, a dark comedy. Yeah, we accept those as well. You know, anything, really. Anything horror-related, even a thriller, you know, anything even just lightly suspenseful. If, if you want us to watch it, then we'll give it a try. Okay, I'm sorry, but to go back to why Beetlejuice killed himself... Oh, no. You found something? I mean, it was suggested question. Originally, quote, this is from <laughs> askinglot.com. Originally, it was going to be mentioned that Beetlejuice committed suicide when he hung himself over a woman when he was drunk, and that he botched the job and ended up suffocating painfully instead of a quick snapped neck. Oh, my God. So, it makes sense that it would be over a woman, this guy. Okay. That, that's, that's a better connection than what I came up with. Oh, my God. There's a Beetlejuice musical? Get out of here. (laughs) There's so much we don't know. Oh, God. That's gotta be interesting. It would be like a soft ballad with the couple realizing that they're dead. A ballad from Lydia, I am so alone. <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> and then a tap dancing number from Beetlejuice. Oh no. This commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. So I keep trying to conclude it and then I think of other things because like I didn't really research this movie all that much. I just really, I just like it. Yeah, I just think it's a good one. I have a, you know, I was gonna say I have a thing for Tim Burton. <laughs> oh God, no! No, I have a thing for Tim Burton films. Yeah, where it's like it's creepy enough to make you unsettling, but not like jump scares. Oh, absolutely! Like it's things that I'll think about at night. Like, <laughs> like what part is scared? The freaking shrimp fingers. Oh, the hands that stuck out of their dinners. Yes, <laughs> that that one I think about a lot. You know, the one where his. The one where his neck is really long. I think about that a lot. Like, images that get stuck in my head that aren't even, like, jump scares or aren't even, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways. Well, apparently what scared Otho was the blue suit that made <laughs> him run away. Blue suede tuxedo. <laughs> okay, that made him run away. Now I, now I, I know what to do funny. to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needed more. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's his fault that um, Barbara and Adam almost died. Yeah, right? Like, he should have done more than just well, put I guess a suit on him. Re-died. <laughs> Re- Oof. Yeah. But yeah, so since we finished talking about Beetlejuice, I want to talk about something exciting that we can do with our podcast. Yes. I just bought a couple of crafty things to make some crafty crafts mm-hmm. for cutting room combos. It's going to be so exciting. I think, okay, I was thinking of making keychains. And a few of our, you know, close, consistent listeners <laughs> that we know of are probably going to get some. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. But once we get this Crafty Crafts up and running, mm-hmm. you guys have to look out for it. We'll give you more information when it comes closer to the date. Do you have any other ideas of what I should make? Hmm. Mm, Keychains. Ne- 
keychains. I wanted to say necklaces, but I don't know if he wanted to keep it gender equal. Well, <laughs> guys can wear necklaces. That's true. Yeah. I just imagine like ghost face on a necklace, but that's just me. It might be copyrighted. It probably might be copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> probably just no. You baby. hang up. No. <laughs> oh my god. What's that? What's that? <laughs> No, yeah, but stay tuned for that with a little club we got going on with uh, Jenny's, um, I was going to say claymation. <laughs> no, I do not do claymation. Please do not ever make me do claymation. No. I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, with her fine products. Thanks. There you go. What did I say I was going to make? Other than keychains? Other than keychains, yeah. I feel like I had another idea in mind and then I completely forgot. But for sure, keychains, look out for those. Coming to you soon. But right now, we're going to keep this groove. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so yeah, we'll just wrap it up here. Thank you for joining. No, not yet. Well, what? Um, we have to promote our shit. <laughs> You have to promote your Instagram. No, you get the Twitter. You promote the Twitter. Yeah. So, in case you haven't already, follow us once again at Convo's Room. Convo's Room on Twitter. Also, you can find our Facebook page, Cutting Room Convo's, or on our Instagram as well. Go ahead. Follow us. We'll wait. Okay. Good. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I saw that you didn't even take your phone out. Come on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for being consistent listeners and joining us on Cutting Room Convos. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. I'll be right back. If you like what you hear and want to show your support, any donation would be much appreciated. Go to anchor FM slash cutting room combos to send us all your money. Then we could make Bathsheba stickers or something. That's anchor.fm forward slash cutting room combos. Thank you. Cutting room combos was recorded at our home studio. All opinions are our own and we do not represent any companies mentioned. This episode was about the 1988 film Beetlejuice directed by Tim Burton. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at combos room. Hope you enjoyed. Wait, did we even have bloopers for this one? Boop. Welcome to Cutting Room Combos, everybody. I'm Yasmin. And oh shit, I don't have a gimmick. <laughs> oh shit, I did not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start over? Yes. Also, I feel like you yelled a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> Boop. Oh, sorry. <coughs> oh. <laughs> it didn't stop. Boop. That this, I gotta sneeze. Six. Bless you. Boop. If you like what you hear and want to so the heather heather.